0: Hi everybody, and welcome back to the show. Before we get into it today, I have a very important question for you. How do you start your day? Well, today we're gonna talk about the golden hour. And for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, when I talk about the golden hour, I'm gonna lay it out for you as I know it, and the way that it's been brought to my attention This is from Dan Miller on the back of the book, The Rudder of the Day. This is a book that I've used as fodder for discussion for many episodes in the past, one in which I will continue to do. And it reads the first 60 minutes of each day will set the stage for what that day will hold. Be very careful how you start your day. In those first few minutes, You are planting the seeds for your effectiveness, influence, health, and spiritual vitality for that day. If you get up late, grab a cup of coffee and a Twinkie, rush to work fighting the idiots in traffic, and drop down exhausted at your desk 10 minutes late, you have just set the tone for everything that will happen that day. Every task will seem like pressure and your best efforts will be greatly diluted. It's hard to read. This book's getting some wear and tear. And normally, if I even read that little introduction at all, I will then jump into one of these readings for the day, which has got a nice title and it's a it's it's like a long devotional with some quotes. But I don't think I don't think I'm going to do that today. We're just going to hit the road and I'm going to I'm going to free talk a little bit. Because the golden hour is something that I was thinking about while walking the dog this morning, thinking about the upcoming show. And It dawned on me last night that I've gotten away from the consistent habit of journaling over the past week or so with the holiday. And in that same vein, I got away from maintaining the golden hour that I had been doing. A good job of doing consistently (coughs) now for me you know we're all going to have a different idea of what that golden hour looks like but for me I'll give you some insight into what my golden hour has been recently immediately upon waking I would drink water a glass, maybe I would estimate 12 to 14 ounce glass. And depending on how thirsty I was, I would have another one. Second of all, movement. Earlier in the year, I had been doing kettlebell workouts. And I was gifted a couple of used kettlebells and I started with a weight that was much lighter than I expected to start with because I'm going for reps and I'm doing a very simple workout, which was uh, standing. Kettlebell swings, standing kettlebell presses, single arm presses, uh, kettlebell squats, but I don't have a good range of motion and limited mobility in my hips. So, And it's difficult for me to do a full, deep, flat-footed squat, so to work on that, I'm doing squats without weights and The last one is like a suitcase carry but I don't have enough weight for that so I do something I I do a modified suitcase carry and if you're interested in the kettlebell workout and more specifics on that I don't want to sit here and go into depth about that but if you're interested in that I believe that's perhaps one of the best workouts that I have been exposed to but with a seizure and a rotator cuff injury in June that I'm still dealing with now. I find it difficult to... not difficult because I can do it. There's, There's just certain aspects of movement with my shoulder or my arm that lead me to believe it's a rotator cuff injury but I can do all the movements that I previously specified. I just don't think it's a good idea and I probably ought to get it looked at or at least very least uh, go to a massage therapist and get it worked on and see if I can get some insight into what's really going on here. So, okay, kettlebell workouts aren't good. What can I do? Yoga. So I've been following these, they're approximately 20 to 25 minutes routines very simple beginner yoga routines and it's i'm not sweating i'm not it's not a it's not a real workout per se but after sleeping it gets the blood flowing it it gets you moving gets me moving and then at that point, I will, or had been, uh, make a cup of tea. No, I, I'm sorry. After whatever movement I was doing, I was taking a cold shower With and I began playing the strangest secret in the world. Oftentimes during the kettlebell workout, not during the yoga but I would start playing The Strangest Secret in the World by Earl Nightingale on YouTube, on the TV, and have that playing in the background during my cold shower. And then I would get dressed and take the dog out and think about the show. And then also think about You know, spend some time journaling. And even recently, I've been assembling some notes and talking points and trying to incorporate that into the morning routine as well. Now, the end result for me is that is more than the first 60 minutes of my day when all is said and done, but three things. I believe are paramount when waking up. Hydration, movement, and reading or writing. All of this can be done in 60 minutes. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. And I assure you that if you engage in a golden hour, each and every day your life will change in ways that you've never thought possible. You will begin to dream dreams that never seemed like a reality. That's how remarkable and important the golden hour is and that's why the question How do you start your day? That's why it's so important. Because it really does set the tone for your day. And like I said, I was doing that consistently. (laughs) And doing so consistently requires a schedule change. It's not, you know, taking an hour out of your day when there's 24 of them to begin with, leaving you 23 it requires some sacrifice in other areas of your life. And the question really becomes, how important is it to you, really? I mean, really. I think that if we were to openly communicate you know if if we were asked about the changes that we were making in our lives to accommodate the golden hour and those three things hydration movement and reading or writing all of this is done before coffee or in my case tea cuz i'm not really drinking coffee But if someone were to question our motives or whatever and inquire about what we're doing and why, this is a practice that must be respected. And the reason that this is on my mind is when the holiday rolled around, you know, Thursday, I... Slept in on Thursday without a doubt. I also slept in on Friday. I also slept in on Saturday. I got up early Sunday. Sunday was a big day. But there were three days that I slept in late and had lazy mornings eating oatmeal in my pajamas. And that was good. I think I needed that. I mean, the reality is, for me, this year, I have vacation time, like many people who are employed by others do, but due to the fact that I had so many seizures this year, all of my vacation time, or the majority of my vacation time, was used In time, recovering from said seizures, so I, I I didn't really have the opportunity to. I didn't really have the opportunity to take a vacation proper, you know, and just relax. So that that was. I don't have regrets about. my my break from my normal routine for the long weekend and that 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 actually extends into yesterday and even today because Sunday night was a late night and I ended up getting home very excited about the music that I'd played earlier and played little more until past 11 o'clock. I went out with an old friend last night for dinner and who was in town visiting for the holidays and uh, didn't did the same thing. Got home, started fiddling around a bit and uh, realized, cripes, I gotta get to bed. It's getting late so in order to maximize the amount of sleep I'm getting and also capitalizing on the fact that there's snow on the ground and business is slow and I can push the, the time at which I arrive to work, you know, to 745, and I can normally do that, but it's a lot easier to do and a little less noticeable in the wintertime. so like I said today's Tuesday and this pattern began on Wednesday and after six days of of being out of the routine not following my my typical golden hour I can feel it it's It's a, it's a noticeable it's a noticeable change and it's it's not terrible but after spending the last couple of months making a concerted effort towards improving my health and well-being based on the four pillars of health as I've come to understand them nutrition sleep, stress, and movement, with the emphasis being on nutrition and sleep. I've made a concerted effort to improve the quality of food that I'm eating, the manner in which I'm eating it and preparing it, and I've also made a concerted effort to improve the quality and quantity of my sleep and those two things have allowed me to gain almost as much clarity as I gained when I got out of debt and that says a lot because I've talked about that a lot in the past and that clarity Again, a very, subtle, a very subtle shift in my perspective. But that clarity has allowed me to gain the insight, so to speak, on the importance of the golden hour, especially since that is something that has been lacking over the past six days. And that, my friends, is a good place to begin the conclusion of today's episode. What I failed to mention in the beginning of the show was that this is episode number 236 of the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that provides insight and tools to building the life and homestead of your dreams. And... Oftentimes, I find myself thinking, this isn't a homestead podcast, because I listen to some other homestead, uh, more homestead-centric podcasts. And (laughs) the tagline for the show is building the life and homestead of your dreams. So sometimes I find myself thinking, am I misleading people with how I talk about what I'm doing? I don't know. I can't answer that. That's, that's for you to decide. And should you decide that I am, you won't be a member of the audience. But if you decide that I'm not, I'm simply sharing my story because I truly believe that in order to build or connect with those who can help you, Build or create a homestead of your dreams it first requires living a life of your dreams it's it's one before the other and there's a whole lot of life to get ironed out before we can engage in the world of homesteading so but as we do have some free time I will be getting back into some of the homesteading topics and one of the ones specifically is how to build a commercial kitchen and that was going to be a well it is a series that I started and then it was one that we just stopped and the last episode on the commercial kitchen was in april or may of 2021 april or may of last year so um stay tuned for that that is that is likely going to be the first topic when we get back into some more homesteading type topics but they're really quite honestly guys there's not going to be a lot of homestead centric stuff coming up because Uh, while that's a part of my life that's not the whole that's not everything that's going on and, and there are still some things in all these other aspects of life that I need to work through before I can work on the homestead and those seven aspects of life real quick financial, physical, personal development family, spiritual, social, and career. All right. We've talked about that in the 2022 goal setting series covering the workbook that I just did and part of the homestead falls into the family goals that I have and We'll talk more on that later, but I am here at the day job. I've got to wrap it up. I would encourage you to check out show notes for links to some of what was discussed today, links to all past episodes, and also links to share on social media. And if you like what you hear, I would encourage you to do so. And also check out the telegram chat t.me slash all around growth on your internet browser. And that will provide you with the, tools and resources to engage with us on telegram and that is highly encouraged guys have a great day thanks again for your time and we'll see you tomorrow this is rob kaiser and thank you